Boom. Look at that, man. You're never going to guess in your entire life who our guest on episode seven of the Piggy Bank podcast is going to be. May I want you to, to scour your thoughts right now and imagine all the potential guests, and you're never going to guess this one unless he... Well, as I told you, so you already know. But it's our dearest friend, Aethel. Tell Ronum. <laughs> Tell Ronum. The, the previous guild leader of one of the biggest guilds in classic World of Warcraft history, Singularity. God, sometimes when I think about him, I just think about the massive piles of gold he was sitting on to fund Singularity single-handedly. <laughs> That's true. That week was week. very funny. That's, um... That goes into my, like... <sighs> sometimes people will tell... Like, there's nothing wrong with, like, embellishment, right? You know? Maybe, yeah, I live my whole life off embellishment. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, you know, <clears throat> you, you, you know, you, you fight fucking three people. You know, suddenly, you know, there's a half a guy added. You know, oh, there was a, a man in a wheelchair who was also part of the fight. You know, that's fine. But then there, there are just tell row moments where it's like, yeah, so I'm, I, I'm spending fucking forty eight thousand gold a fucking raid on our guild, and it's like, wait a minute, like, and like being an officer too, I was like. <clears throat> When and where, like, you weren't online during the week. They're like, what? You yeah, know, where all... did this gold come from? You know, awesome. like, when were you making all of these pots? So, I will actually defend Telro here. I think that your point there is actually a completely moot point because credit cards exist. And you can just buy that gold, right? You don't have to log into the game to spend that kind of gold, right? What I can test is the numbers that he was claiming to have spent on the guild, right? Because I spent a fuck ton of gold on the guild. Yeah. And it was like, I wasn't even scratching the surface of that. And my guild was getting like fucking eight times the consumables. So, yeah, something's not like, maybe he's, you know, just the literal worst at, you know, math and purchasing points, but... I don't know. I, he strikes me as a purist and wouldn't go for the gold buying, but I don't know, you know, maybe... Everyone has a deep dark secret, so yeah, his deep dark secret of doing what like ninety percent of the World of Warcraft player base has done. It's actually insane to me how many people will openly admit they've bought gold. Too. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. It's like, I thought it was gonna be like okay, so there's probably gonna be like one or two really big ones per like big circle of friends, you know? No, no, it's like like all of them almost. Well, I feel like all of the people that. Early on in classic, like it wasn't as prevalent. And then as people, you know, would talk about it in game, they're like, "Oh, there's no repercussions for this." Well, like, it's not there's... saying no repercussions. Sometimes <laughs> they take your horse away. Okay. Well, yeah, sometimes they do take your horse away. But like, was that based on, you know, they were using whatever algorithm they do to identify gold buying versus like monitoring your chat? Um, oh, I mean, I, I never in-game talk about buying gold. I'm not, like, retarded, right? Um, yeah. So, my, my understanding is that, um, like, they basically, like, there, there are, like, specific items they target whenever they, like, you get flagged for buying gold, right? Uh, so, it's, like, BOEs that you haven't, like, newly acquired in your inventory and, like, mounts. Because I assume those are, like, easy things that you, like, spend the gold to buy. Because, like, that mount that I had, I didn't buy gold to get that mount. I had farmed the gold for that mount. And, like, bought that forever ago they took away my fucking 60 yeah. percent amount right 
that that wasn't so blood funny. money. That was good. That was good. Wait, I thought they artwork. you had a hundred percent, and they took away the hundred percent, and you were on the poverty pony, or no. did, they took away your sixty percent. So I had a Mechano Strider and then a Swift Palfrey, right? They took away the Swift Palfrey and the Mechano Strider. So then Bungie bought me a sixty percent shitter mount. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So fuck uh fuck Blizzard for taking my sixty percent hard earned mount. <laughs> Unbelievable. I can't believe that I was accused of crimes I did not commit. I am innocent to this day. I never once bought gold. You cannot check my IG vault account and look at how much gold was potentially purchased because zero was purchased. Alright, I'm a good boy. I would never do such a, an awful crime. Um I will say I I'm actually so pro bots and Indonesians. I feel like <clears throat> they've entered the economy so hard where it's like it's just impossible to not have gold now. Like there are a billion ways to go naturally get gold. When I say naturally, I mean like not buying gold. Like just go to a GDKP and leech off the other gold buyers. Like, oh, yeah, I would say too. Like, without all of that, just farming and all of that stuff added into the economy, like, like prices of some things were inflated. I feel like, but a lot of other things, just the prices were probably way lower than they would have been without all of these people farming just well, yeah. random stuff you're like actual physical materials that they could farm throughout the world are all going to be dirt cheap yeah the only thing that <clears throat> sucked that they added was just the raw gold farms that they could do because when you just start pumping that much gold in it's just not good yeah but it was basically offset by the amount of just fucking herbs that they can go and get 24 7 on all 17 layers i, I always thought it was so funny like people would, like celebrate like yeah like a new bot band wave went out and then you would admit like why are herbs fucking 15 times the price like oh i don't know motherfucker because real people have to go pick those plants now you dumb fuck like <laughs> yeah. what do you mean like there's a there's a real human cost to it now it's going to cost more like fucking when you can automate farming the goddamn gold or farm, farming the herbs like it's just inherently going to be cheaper because like there is no literal cost but now it's like no nodden has to go out there and fucking pick the goddamn like herb on her own and she's gonna sell it for like what her time is worth and real human time is worth more than a fake computer that isn't actually doing anything yeah 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 I'd... i think whenever a big bot wave goes out you see like the worst of all worlds where the pure raw gold's already been injected the prices have already been set yeah. and then it's just like now flip everything now take away all the bonuses yep i don't know like maybe I know Gravulus wasn't insulated from it, but I feel like, you know, you read uh, like discords or Reddit or whatever, and people are just like consumed with thinking about these bots. And I'm like, I like never saw them like realistically. I didn't see that many bots like where I was running around the world or like going in and out of instances and so i feel like i don't know that the it, like the impact of it to the like mindset of the servers was just overstated because people were like would just think and talk about it yeah but, so th th this is uh we, we, this is like grobulus cope basically um we, we're super lucky we have like a giant mega server right so our server isn't the actual farm server like all the shitty like lower pop servers are literally like waves and waves yeah. of bots and then they're transferring yeah. over i remember starting a character on uh, what was it 
one of the small like shitty servers that had like low pop and just even from the starter zone i walked out and just saw like flying bots flying in the distance yeah. and it's like yeah there's nobody to report them like as shitty as reporting <laughs> like actually doesn't work usually when you have a mega server you have 20 people see one bot easy when you have one person seeing 4,000 bots, it's like, well, yeah, your report means nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Because you're not going to trigger the auto filter. I do love how they, they like, it, it reminds me of like Avatar where it's like, there's no war in bossing, say, where they talk about like, <laughs> oh no, like, the our report system is not automated. We have a real person. And it's like, <laughs> there are a thousand examples of like, yeah, can you nine people report me? And then just suddenly, boop, gone. Name yeah. change. It's like, yeah, no, of course it's not fucking it, no it's automated like we we'll just say it's automated holy fuck it just took his fuck out of me when they don't just <laughs> acknowledge it's automated no now i mean for we some pay case, our algorithms very well and exactly. they have great benefits yes i've made tickets and i've like had real gms contact me and everything oh same but yeah no for the most part all of their like report player for spam or report player for this is just automation i've had real automated gms contact me <laughs> no the gm that i got into argument with was a real motherfucker because he fucking banned me from opening more tickets for a while because uh so i got disconnected on the oh flight. That, was this the one where you oh, kept you opening the tickets about your boots or whatever no that no that, that taken that one there's there's this was their literal solution one day you might get your boots back i guess you know uh, good luck um no this one was like i got dc'd from a flight that i had spent like 40 silver on or something 10 silver who fucking knows the number was whatever a flight costs and i got dc'd yeah. so i opened a ticket demanding a refund for this fucking flight uh, and he's like we can't do that we can't like generate currency it's like against the rules and i was like i don't want you to generate currency motherfucker i want you to go log on to like a fucking <laughs> human in elwyn forest kill seven boars and mail me my fucking gold make this right and he like closed the ticket so i opened a fucking new one it was the same guy <laughs> and he was like like i cannot do this and i was like can't or won't and then he like <laughs> closed the ticket and then i wasn't allowed to open a ticket anymore really? so, that was pretty cool okay he, he won that round but when i drive to the fucking blizzard offices with a fucking ball peen hammer and i demand my fucking 47 silver he's gonna be singing a different fucking tune Although he's probably uh, not in the Blizzard office, and it's probably somewhere in, like, Pakistan. But I'll find him. Yeah. Yeah, how hard can you drive there? Down? Yeah, exactly. My car, my car, much like Jit's car, will make it there. Um, um, there's nothing wrong with my car, first of all. Let's just your car is literally there. has duct tape as a, like... So if we made a pie chart of all the material your car was made out of, duct tape would be, like, a concerningly <laughs> large piece of that pie. <laughs> it's fine. It's not fine. It's the opposite of fine. It's, and for the record, in case uh, Haley's wondering about this, it's not duct tape like the sil like the gray tape you use to tape things. It's like duct work tape. Oh my god! It's duct tape. Yeah, like duct tea? tape. Oh yeah. my god! That's even what that's what the fuck it, is wrong with you? It needs to handle the high heat. That's fair. That is fair, actually. So you like basically bought like speed tape for your fucking car? I don't know what speed tape means. Yeah, never heard of that. Uh, speed tape is uh, like room. aluminum tape that they put on planes to cover up. Oh, I see. Like in between maintenance to cover up. Um... Giving him an idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I went in the back room and I found a roll of crumpled up, like, shiny tape that they use for ductwork and I wrapped my muffler in Wait, it. Wait, you stole this from your work? This wasn't even like you purchased this? No. This. 
This is my own house's back room. Oh, I have okay. very, very many things in the back rooms. Okay, see, I, I misinterpreted. I thought that, ooh, I thought what you were saying was, um, you had gone to your work, went into the back room, and this looks like no one will probably need this, and then stole it. No, that's definitely something I would do. Yeah, I've done that a million job. times. That's 100% something, yeah. If it's at your job and no one knows you're going to take it, it's free. That's just law. Yeah. That's allowed. Like, I just got another roll of packing tape. Never know when I'm going to need it. But exactly. there were 400 cases of it, so. Yeah, and they're, they're not going to. You know, it'll go by at bad. Does tape go bad? I'm assuming the adhesive gets. It probably goes bad at some after, point, like, yeah. An insane it's... amount of time. Yeah, I'm not like a scientist. So I, I just could not fucking tell you. Um, more importantly, um, I've got two things to share. Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll just share one of these things. Uh, do you guys ever, um, have you ever put water on boiling oil? Like hot oil? Like no. cooking? Like, so yeah. like, like you, you know, wait, you say yes, Jit? Yeah. Why? Not on purpose. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were saying, of course. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you? That's how you cool down the oil. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, <laughs> that, yeah. So, um, this was like 10 years ago. Um, our neighbor who was like eight came over and like he watched a video, I guess, where like, you know, they throw like water on an oil fire. And then obviously what happens is you then create a large fucking wave of black plume, like plumes of smoke. And it's really bad for you. Yeah. And so we explained to him, like, oh, yeah, like you can't pour water on fucking oil. Like, he, like if there's an oil fire, you got to like suffocate the bitch instead of. You know, praying to the Lord above that the water will save you. And it's like, okay, cool, cool. And then we start cooking, and uh, but we like finished making whatever we were making. And we're like, okay, like, we'll clean up like in a bit, like once the oil is like cooled off, you know. And he's like, I've got the solution. Don't worry. And he's got a cup of milk in his hand. And I remember being like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, don't worry. Like, we'll just clean it later. It's like fine. And then, I, I, and then like as his arm is making the motion, my fucking brain realizes like. Oh no! This child <laughs> is throwing a cup of milk into a fucking like pan of hot oil, and I have never like just the slow motion of like no, followed by the immediate fucking explosion of oil and milk everywhere. <laughs> that was uh, that was not a fun day. I'm just like Jesus fuck, like oh my, just God. being covered in hot oil, like fuck, fuck, fuck. Good times. It's, I always make sure to put out my electrical fires with water, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm, yeah. I try and stand near, uh, like, you know, sparking piece of electricity when I'm putting out fires with water as well. Oh, yeah. Why not? Those are my, um, I shouldn't say favorite, but those videos always shock me or like, oh, shock me, make <laughs> me sad. Oh, you're um, so good. Thanks, dude. <laughs> um, they're very, like, um, where, like, a telephone pole will go down and, like, they'll try and, like, save someone who is, like, down near it. It's like, don't do that like you can <laughs> i can see the telephone wire like in the pool of water and i, I just didn't have cartoons to know that this yeah i like you're gonna like turn black and white and be a skeleton for a second when you step into that <laughs> except unlike the cartoons you're just fucking dead mate now, if you can't see it it's not gonna hurt you that's true yeah that too. you know what they say if you can't see it it can't hurt you which is why if you close your eyes during a fire you're fucking a-okay uh, I think cartoons have actually done so much damage because of that. Because people are like, well, it's a cartoon. It's not how, That's not how it works in real life. It's like, yeah, you won't flash different colors, but you will just... Yeah, we, yeah, we, we won't see an outline of your skeleton, but you yeah. will, in fact, die and get cooked. So, <laughs> you know, probably don't do that. That's my advice to the, to the kids of the world out there in terms of putting out fires with uh, <laughs> water. It's like... It's, 
daily safety talk from the piggy bank podcast yeah exactly um have you guys ever dealt with fires like big fires in what way have we are you asking if we've dealt with them like have you ever um, like, like a controlled bonfire yeah, no, yeah. Let, let me no. clarify have Otherwise. you ever I've never have there, has there ever been an uncontrolled blaze that you're interacting with that uh you had to like put out uh, no, I rely on the public services of the firefighters for that here in Canada. Oh, I don't yes. know how it works in the States. <laughs> uh, I don't rely on the Canadian firefighters, but yeah. I would rely on the uh, the, American the firefighters. Ones? I don't America. know. Do you guys have like special insurance cards if you don't have it? When yeah, the firefighters they, 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 they show up with the, the like, um, like the thing where you scan your credit card on the fucking phone. And yeah. you, you... Oh, sorry. This uh, fire is out of network <laughs> <Yeah>. for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Why else would you be dealing with blazing fires on your own? Uh, well, well, so the idea being that like obviously you would call a fire department but it's like if there's a fucking fire you should probably like try to mitigate it before the, like don't just be like oh well fuck, we can't do the fire department gets here I guess we'll just go I fuck off I think that's actually the opposite of what you're supposed to do well, I'm pretty sure the firefighters are a union job and they'd be very angry that's if true. I was yeah, doing I'm their scabbing. work yeah. <laughs> I'm scabbing for the firefighters See, uh. in my eyes uh, I, I live next to like a volunteer firefighter and like I've had firefighters in my family in that. And they've all said, like, no, don't single-handedly try and do anything to mitigate a fire if it's, like, a, a blaze, as you would say. Listen, it's panned out unbelievably well for us each time, all right? I'm not gonna let my fucking garage get burned down with my house. Because oh I gotta wait God. for some fucking dickhead who's fucking playing Xbox to get off the game and slide down <laughs> a little pole and put on his little costume. Okay, I'm gonna put the fucking fire out. Fuck firefighters, dude. Oh my god, anti-firefighter. I've uh, that, on once. That's such a funny fucking, like... I, I, I've told this before, my dad is anti-firefighter, and it's so funny. Like, how the fuck oh could god. you possibly be anti-firefighter? <laughs> well, I don't use it, so, like, why the fuck should I pay for it? L literally, one of the arguments that is made, and it's so fucking funny to me, of, like... I, just the idea of being anti-firefighter. Oh, it's... I'm a strong, independent cowboy that don't need no firefighter. Exactly. Fuck them, dude. Back in the good days, we took care of our own fires. Hell and if yeah. we didn't, who cares? Jimmy would take care of it once it hit his house. No, he would also wait for the firefighters to get there until the entire <laughs> town is ablaze, you fucking cowards. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't like... Um, so I'm still in California, so I feel like, like brush fires are like, way more common for me. Or useful there. Um... RIP. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting take uh, living where your family lives. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So it's like there, there were a lot of times where it's like you would just see like it'd be dry as fuck and you would just see, like smoke coming out of like some brush. And it's like, I'm going to call the fire department, but I'm also going to go step on this and like make sure I don't like lose the side of this mountain because of inaction. Now, all right. Maybe maybe I'm framing things wrong in my mind. You're talking about blazing fires, and then you're talking about being able to step oh, okay. on them. Yeah, yeah. So, let, let, so let's, let's just yeah let, let the record let, straight. Let, let's redefine the terms here. So it's a blazing fire. To yeah. You. When I say a blazing fire, I mean like um I don't know if holding something up probably wouldn't work well, but like if the if it's like imagine your torso, right? Yeah. So like yeah. if it like if the fire goes up to your knee, I would call that like a blazing fire, right? Alright, we have vastly uh, different yeah, definitions Obviously, of I don't mean, like, the fucking house is on fire and there's, like, a fucking blaze coming out of each window. Like, fuck, I'm yeah. not going in there. Fuck that! Like, <laughs> that's, 
this whole time I'm like, okay, because yeah, then you use the example of like your garage is going up in flames. I'm like, oh fuck! So you got yeah, a yeah. bottle so of water like the, in your um, like, like it, it. imagine like a trash can being on fire because like some dickhead was smoking and like threw the cigarette out like, and you that walk to in me there is such I just not blaze. Yeah, I mean, you just put it out. Yeah, okay, we're, we're on the same. I, I used the wrong words there. I think is what the issue was because I, I think we're on the same side there. Yeah. Um, I remember one time uh getting a like. So I fell asleep. I was back when I used to live in the garage. I fell asleep, and my brother had turned something on, and it, we were all like, the room was like, it was a garage we used to work out in all the time. So we had like foam pads across the entire like length of the garage. We didn't park our cars in there. Yep. We just like it was a at home gym, right? And um, he he turned something on that got really hot. He hadn't like fully plugged it in or something. So like somehow like the foam had gotten in between the connections, and it got really fucking hot, and it lit the fucking foam on fire. And so I just woke up, like, to a room completely full of smoke, and, like, I couldn't see a fucking thing. And I remember, like, um, I had, like, a, an app on my phone to open the garage door. I remember just opening it and just, like, that, like, vacuum, like, of air just sucking it all out and just watching this, like, so much smoke getting sucked out, being like, I was asleep in this. Like, <laughs> there is a How world... many years of your life were taken yeah. off by the, you know, hour exactly. or 30 minutes? Yeah. Oxid deprivation. Dude, it's, it's so fine. what's crazy is like, um, so this probably will never happen to you, but um, fun fact: if you get like exposed to that much not oxygen for a while, I, I like <laughs> I happened to like cut my foot like maybe five like in the process of getting the fuck out of the room, and I was bleeding, and my blood was so fucking dark, like, mm-hmm. like black, like fucking smoke almost. It was so bad, and then uh, we just uh, my brother had stolen a bunch of oxygen from his work. Like, so we we uh, we use that. Wait, where are all Why these steal it? It's free. In the it's just in the air. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. There was a chance that I literally would have just guy could have get detonated. Um, got and got. Now I will say he he didn't necessarily. Uh, well, he did steal them, but uh, hear me out though. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> um, he got it. So he worked for. Um, he actually found a story online if you look it up. Um, it was in um Glendale, like Armenians. There we go. It was like an Armenian ambulance company. And, like, one day he gets, like, a message from, like, one of his coworkers that is like, eh, don't they come back work never. It's like, well, like, what do you mean? Like, what the fuck? And it turns out the FBI had, like, raided the place. And, like, my brother was, like, at the work. And, like, he got a second text. I was like, you know, take whatever the fuck you want. Get the fuck out of there. Like, the FBI are coming. Like, you're going to go to, like, get the fuck out of there. Okay, just leave. Just fucking leave. My brother was like, okay. And he just took a bunch of shit and left. And then, uh, yeah, that company got, um, got taken away by the government. And then, like, Three years later, they came back, and they're like, Cody, my friend, come work for us again. And he's like, no. The FBI made me stop working there at one point. I'm not I'm not coming back. That's... I 100% have gone back. I dropped everything to go back with them. You're a braver man than me, okay? I well, you got a good warning head start the first time. You'll get another one the second time. That's true. Maybe even a longer head start. You know, yeah. that's how that works. And now he knows to have a little corner where he puts all the stuff he wants to take if the FBI ever shows up. That's true. Easily rounded up. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. Um, that's actually probably a question we can't ask Ethel about his... <laughs> if he's ever had any <laughs> interactions with the FBI. I think he would go to jail, and then we would be brought into a special room and hit with sticks until we talked. I don't want to be hit with sticks. Yeah, they're very... Um... It's unpl- Have you ever been hit by a stink? Like, like hit with a switch? No. No? no, I have not. Oh, it's a uh, six, but not a switch. Yeah, I mean, the, well, like, have you ever been hit by like a small rod? 
like just fucking whacked like the fucking like thigh or whatever with it um because let me tell you i understand how that is a very powerful tool of keeping people in line because that shit fucking hurt okay when we were kids we like were playing knights and then it very quickly became we were playing prison and i was a prisoner <laughs> and um i didn't i didn't quite like being a prisoner oh no no i've only been hit with like the closest thing to like a thin stick would be like a deer's leg a, d- a, d- a deer's leg yeah. excuse me why why do you have access to a deer's leg what do you mean i have dogs are they killing the deer are no. they coming and smacking you with a deer leg? But you talk to the nice people who hunt deer, mm-hmm. and then they give you the deer legs, and the dogs get the legs. Now, that actually makes a lot of sense, because at my house, we have tons of deer legs, because we hunt deers, we give them to our dogs. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I also no. acknowledge that my experience is very far... Like, most people have not fired a gun or killed an animal, so... which uh, I is... think deer legs is pretty standard. I don't think that's pretty sad. I don't think... Have you ever ever held the leg of a deer in your hand? No. Hmm, I'm curious. A two out of three. It's standard. Yeah, but I'm abnormal. I don't, like... Is your wife in the room? We've got a huge sample size here. Two out of three. 60% of all people have held a deer leg in their hands. Even if you remove the abnormalities, 50% of people in this call have held (laughs) a deer leg. I think we're both abnormalities, though. Oh, no. (laughs) And, well, going by that logic, 100% of people have never held a deer leg, yeah. and that's just not right. So, obviously, I would say 100% of normal people have never in their hands held a deer leg, and I will uh, I will die upon that hill. Hmm. I, I think... Is this like a severed deer leg, or yeah, just... Yeah. Yes. Like, you know... You think the whole deer was still attached? You fucking psycho? Well, I mean, like, if you, you know, go out hunting, and you kill a deer, and you're, you know, doing whatever you know skinning it or like carrying it back or whatever like you have to hold a deer leg but you know it's still what? attached to the I, whole I, thing. I, I, yeah if you ever held the leg of a not alive deer attached or unattached i would say that holding that leg is probably a strange occurrence that most people have not like done you know uh, i think that uh of our entire guild i would say probably six people have held a deer's leg after it i want to know slain. what this list is uh, yeah, who are these six people are? Who are the most likely? The most likely. So it's like me and Jit are uh, give me because we now know that we're uh, murderers. Um, I would need to see my roster. I feel like you know Jackass. There's a chance he was did some hillbilly shit. That's you know? uh, yeah. That's that's in my head. Um, I feel like Naz could also be um, a yeehaw. He was in the Marines, so yeah. Well, I don't know if the Marines fight deer, so that could be what does athel know i mean you got to protect the northern border that's fair uh i don't know i don't think that's where he was stationed i don't think he was fighting off the canadian invasion of deer (laughs) we just send them routinely south yeah just to poke probe at your defenses exactly but um probably four there's probably some wild cards like quotes is 50 50 you know quotes is like the fucking cold heart of a murderer it turns out (laughs) just zero remorse just they're more violent eventually that was um that was a phenomenal thing to see to witness. I liked how many people were uncomfortable with the killing of a rodent. It's like, no, it's a fucking oh, rodent. Like, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Step on its fucking head until it dies, dude. Fuck them. Like, h- how are there people that are pro rodent? Like, uh, that is such a soft. I've never dealt with like an infestation of critters in my life. Take, 
like oh my god why would you not just take him outside so we can go back inside what the fuck yeah. like so you can find alternative entrances yeah like all you're doing is friends in. exactly yeah it's just oh i i fucking it's not like the rodent is gonna be like oh wow they're super nice like they could have killed me but they yeah. didn't and they put me back outside like i'm not gonna bother them anymore. exactly <laughs> i i ought to respect you know their sovereignty as the fucking people and 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 no longer step inside there, Damasan. No, he's a little fucking chipmunk squirrel, whatever the fuck he was, and he's gonna go. It's kind of warm in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure <laughs> out how to how to get the fuck back in there. It's like, nah, dude. Fuck that creature. Okay, I would step on it if it was in my house. Okay, I would squish him with my fucking shoes. Fuck rodents. Okay. And Man doesn't like rodents. Yeah, I fuck. I'm fucking. I'm anti rodent, dude. It's, it's a hot take. I'm anti rodent. Okay, I'll, I'll. You heard it here. I'll I'll fucking die on that hill, dude. Step on them fucking little rodent cunts. Fuck them, dude. All right, so you've got quotes. Who who's the next one on the list? Um, truthfully, I've Spiv is probably up there. I feel like um, Spiv sometimes gives off vibes where I think that Spiv has like literally like just would. I imagine Spiv to just like there's like a rodent, like a little rat running across, like somehow it gets into her house and across her computer desk, and she just grabs that little motherfucker and just like breaks its neck and like tosses it in the garbage, like. Yeah, I, I think Spiv's got got like uh, the dark triad in her, dude. I feel like she's nah, uh, capable of a lot. Killer instinct. Yeah, <laughs> honed after years of bullying girls in high school. Exa- that's what, yes, <laughs> exactly. I love knowing that Spiv just fucking <laughs> put some bitches in their fucking place. You know what I'm saying? Just taught them a lesson. Well, no, that's a pretty pretty good list so far. Yeah, people, I think I, would also touch them. As far as I'm concerned, that's like the entire list. I could not tell you um, who the fuck else could have possibly have have held a a, a deer leg in their fucking hands. Because yeah, I, I feel like all of our our yokels are gone now. Like um, Fathom isn't here anymore. Fathom for sure has held. Oh. A... Fathom's held them live, dead. Yeah, attached, unattached. Yeah, dying like at his own. <laughs> he's hand. held them in every every stage of their life. He's held. A lag of a deer. I remember um, this one time that they, they thought they had killed the deer and we were taking it to the back of the truck. And um, just with this last dying, the uh, last ounce of life that it had, it kicked my dad in the chest and he fucking fell off the back of the truck. And it was like the I funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Just this was this just oh, the fucking defiance of this deer was amazing. Just right to the, to last the fucking breath. chest. Yeah, it was so fucking funny. Just. There was, like, the initial fear of, like, oh, fuck, like, is he dead? Like, he just fell off, like, our lifted truck that's, like, six feet off the ground and just yeah. ate shit and then tumbled off, like, you know. Because it's, like, the, like um, I don't know if you know, like, roads that are, like, like lifted above, like, the dirt roads that, are they like, embankments. Yeah. And, like, so then he fell down the embankments. Like, that motherfucker rolled, like, easily, like, 14 feet <laughs> worth of fucking fall from one deer kick. And it was just, like, damn, that deer really did fucking fight to the last breath. What a fucking champion. A deer had a plan, and he executed it flawlessly. Yeah. Then we ate that dumb fucking deer. What a piece of shit. I remember. Um, and then you hung its head on your wall. It's it probably was. Probably, I think it was a doe, so we didn't hang its head. But um, I remember. Uh, some decency. My sister's a vegan, and she's been a vegan her entire life. Because when she was little, my mom was like, "You want some spaghetti?" And she's like, "Absolutely." This was like five minutes after watching Bambi. My mom's like, "Guess what?" And me being like eight was like, "This is not going to pan out the way you think it is going to pan out, mom." She is not going to be excited to find out that she's eating Bambi. 
mom's like that's dear me and my sister just broke down in fucking tears like what the fuck like no <laughs> it's like oh yeah i just like yeah you know this character that you've you know gotten emotionally attached to throughout this you know hour hour and a half of this disney movie like you know what's similar to that you're eating that right <laughs> now listen yokels don't they don't have like a, a good grasp on like what's a fucking dog shit terrible idea to tell children and what's a good one because they're fucking hillbilly retards so why don't they just understand adult logic exactly yeah yeah why don't these dumb fucking children just understand yeah it's <sighs> I sometimes I, I look at the things that my parents did growing up and just like motherfucker did you have no idea what you were doing like how do I as like a 20 year old know how to resolve this conflict much better than you did as a grown ass adult like what the fuck dog yeah it's always wild I remember yeah. also learning like I, I don't know I came to this realization one day and it just shifted everything I knew about like parenthood and li lives. What's that? I always thought like, oh, when you have a kid, you there's probably a class you take on how to be a parent or something. There's nothing. I remember bringing that up, and my parents being like, no, they just fucking they you popped out and they gave yeah, me, like you're and like, then we left. Your dad just fucking like, squirted in me, and then like a few months later, we had you, and I was still yeah. 24, and it's like, wait, when I was 24, I was playing Factorio. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've got like four thousand hours in that game when I was twenty-four. So, uh, what's going on with that? Yeah, you know, like, oh, sorry, I thought go for it, handsome. Uh, I mean, I was just gonna say, it, you know, it is fair. Like, you know, when I was what thirty, you know, I was killing Ragnaros, mm -hmm. and my parents had already had me for three years, and it's like, you know, yeah, you I'm killing Ragnaros, and they're too. like raising a child. Like, it's pretty comparable. <laughs> It's like, almost the same level of difficulty. Like my parents had when they were like 24, dude. Fucking super young. And it's like, oh, this is why I turned out so unbelievably fucked. Like, you just had no clue how to... Do, do you ever, like... Yeah. Uh, this feels like the biggest cope of all time, because it's probably like... I guarantee you my, my children will say the exact same thing about me, but it's like, you ever just, like, realize, like, your parents just have, like, zero control over their emotions sometimes, or, like, just are not <laughs> well-put-together individuals? You're like... Wait a minute, like, you have no, you're just winging it, bro. You have no fucking idea. Like, sometimes you just get angry and you have no idea how to, like, <laughs> Stop that navigate feeling. those emotions. Like, what the yeah. fuck? No. so funny. Or, like, it's just, like, the thought of, you know, like, this is what I'm going to do because, like, this is what I'm going to do. And not, like, if I do this, yes. what, how is the child going to view this? Yes. Yeah. And like, what is what are what's the story they're gonna take from it? Because the adult's gonna be like, "Well, I did this, and like this makes sense to me, and thus this is the story that I took from it." But like, it can be a complete 180, and probably most of the times is oh, yeah. with a kid that like the adult's like, "I meant it to be this story," and the kid's like, "I took it yes. a complete 180." Exactly. Just, you have any subtlety in the story at all, or like the actions being taken, but. A child has no idea. Yeah, it's also like, like, like a, yeah, the child doesn't have your life experience, so the, you, the yeah. child can't, like, you know, will not always discern the same shit. Like, yeah. they're not looking through the same lens as you for exactly at all. Yeah. But what you were saying earlier, Dylan, about uh, your parents had you at 24. Yeah. Mine were 22. Based. And I thought that was like 
standard. Same. Up until I was like 17, I think. Yeah. When I was talking to some classmates and they're like, yeah, no, I'm going to my parents' 50th. And I was like, what the fuck did you just say? I'm like, what? why are your parents so old? Are you adopted? And they're like, no. And everyone else was like, yeah, my parents were like 48, 50, 51. I'm like, mine are like in their 30s, like just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I think, um, cause I, I, so just recently, I think my parents are like in their mid 50s right now. And it's yeah. like. Yeah, I remember in fucking high school, I had people in my high school that were like, their parents were like, in a high school, in like elementary school, where their parents were like 50. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, first of all, your parents did zero research squirting you out at 47. There was like a 99% chance you have autism. Uh, it's fucking dog shit. Like, bad odds, bad odds. Yeah. I, I find it so funny. Like, it's so fucked up to say, but it is so funny how quickly, like, the scale goes from, like, you're fine to have a kid, you're fine to have a kid, oh, fuck, like, probably don't do that, and it's, like, yeah. and then, like, it compounds every year, it's, like, compounding interest of, like, fucking yeah. up your child, where it's, like, you know, 25, you're chilling, 24, you're chilling, or 26, chilling, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, and it's, like, you get to 40, and it's, like, just don't, just don't do this just well the funniest thing too is like if you have a kid at uh you know late 30s early 40s i'm pretty sure the medical term for it is a geriatric pregnancy base and so you're telling you know this like 38 year old woman oh yeah you're having a geriatric pregnancy <laughs> listen like, i got some bad news okay buddy the second a woman turns 27 brother it's too late You've missed your window. It's over. <laughs> wow. Okay. Geriatric. Oh, that shit's so uh, funny. But yeah, no, I think because uh, I was reading about this for a while. Um, I think at thirty-five is like where the magic number is, where it's like I think four percent chance of having like a significant issue. Yeah. And then it does double every year, so you go from like a four percent, you know, one in twenty-five yeah. to like eight percent, sixteen percent. It's like oh, oh shit, that's like nuts all of a sudden. Like. Uh, it kind of makes sense though right because it's like it's not like women create eggs right they, like you you fucking when you load up your character you have all the eggs like loaded up right and and then just as the fucking women grow up they're just starting to fucking shoot out their prime eggs and then and then like when, when you're like 42 all you got left is some dusty ass fucking <laughs> eggs that have been on the shelf for way too fucking long they're <laughs> just in the reserves just yeah. like you know we didn't think we'd ever need these ones yeah like ah oh, fuck you know, uh, I think that there needs to be a patch note where women just, like, spawn with, like, half the eggs they start with. Because they're too many. They have too many. There's no fucking reason to have that many <laughs> eggs. It's just complete waste. And now oh, women are, fix. like, um, like, um, with, like, birth control shit, like, you're you're keeping even more eggs. You know, I don't know if that's how that works. You might still it's get rid of eggs. Hoarding, you yeah, know. yeah, you're like a dragon. Like, with gold. It's unbelievable. No. Oh, here's my hot fix. Just yeah. let them make their own eggs. Yeah, the should, women should be should create eggs and then lay them. It should be a like a preset every five days. <laughs> you get five hundred thousand eggs and you're good luck. Yeah, figure it like, out. No, you can you just make a couple every month. Um, is that is that how fucking cum works though? Like, like for example, like so there was this guy I knew whose dad was like fucking sixty when he had him, and his mom was like thirty something, and it's like. Does old cum go bad like eggs do? Does do we know about I that? I don't think so. Because I think dude. it's like generated um, often. I would agree. I don't think that you start with 
a set amount of cum, and then yeah. that's all that you get. I want how you to go through the motions of these thoughts. How, I just want to watch. How, how funny would it be, though, if you just, like, you just start with X amount of cum, and that's all you have? Like, yeah, check like, the reservoir. Yeah, like, you're just bloated until you're, like, old. You just empty yeah. the well, Until you're old? What do you mean, brother? Um, <laughs> I'd have been out of cum when I was, like, 19, bro. I don't fucking know what life you were living. Holy oh, shit. No. I don't uh, want to go blind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's such a funny thing to tell children. Like, you know, if you come too much, uh, you, yeah, if you run out, you'll, you'll go blind. No, no. no. <laughs> take I it from the, your eyes. The fucking meme of the uh, like abstinence-only sex ed teacher telling these kids, and the kids like, "What if I have sex before marriage?" And she's like, "Well, I guess you're just gonna have to be okay with dying." <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, that's the only way. Yeah, there's listen. yeah. Listen, abstinence only, a hundred percent works. <laughs> Never once has it been consistently proven to be a terrible way to do things. It's always worked out well, and um, the best way to induce behavior in teenagers is to them. tell them they can't do something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Teenagers respond well figure. to it. Yes, they respond well to authority. They respect it. They would never disregard it. It's just, <laughs> it's an absolute win for everyone. I think uh, it's just completely that... logical. That was a crazy thing for me to uh, find out when, because uh, Hannah's taking like, she's taking classes in high school. Or, uh, uh, Hannah is just like, girlfriend for those of us who yeah. uh, are on not in the loop. Bay, like myself. you might have made uh, yeah. made me say Bay a few times. Anyways, Bay has taken some college courses in like kids and like defiance with the law and that. Yeah, she said you wouldn't imagine the amount of people who are like, wait. Kids don't just respect authority figures. Oh like, my fucking oh, automatically. Yeah. Like that was like a class wide discussion that had to be had. I was like, okay, nope. For like seventy percent of you, somehow you've made it through life without realizing that teenagers don't like well, authority figures. I mean, there, there are some people that do just inherently respect authority for it's like yeah. by virtue of it being authority, which is like, you know, the world needs sheep, dude. So it's you know, fine. Well, and it's like too, you know. I feel like those people that are like, wait, kids don't respect authority. You know, they're coming from an older generation where it's like, if kids did anything out of line, an adult would just beat them. Yeah, would just yeah. fucking full send <laughs> violence at them. Yeah, that's the, how crazy is that, dude? Like, I, I obviously oh got uh, the shit fucking whooped out of me as a child because I was a bad child. I don't think my parents did it. Like, but I also have the like cognitive ability to like separate the violence they did to me from like affecting me for the rest of my life, right? Most children don't have that ability, oh. but, um, like, I don't know, uh, I, it was so, it's just so funny, it's like, oh yeah, my parents just got the shit beat out of them if they, like, acted a fool. How fucking yeah. crazy is that? Anytime I hear about, like, my parents in high school, or, like, grade school, even, like, my dad would say, like, oh no, like, the nun would just, like, beat me. I'm like, uh, what? Yeah, what I still remember kindergarten, some kid was, like, I don't know, couldn't sit still or something, the kindergarten teacher, like, took him in the back and like spanked him with this like giant fucking paddle and like you as a kindergartner you know granted it was like a small private christian baptist christian school yeah. um and so you know spankings are you know what the lord wants yeah um and but like at that time it's just like yeah that's normal like yeah, he's being bad. You know, he gets the spanking. I forgot how much older you are than us when you just said that. It's like, oh yeah, like you grew up with a generation where parents could just fucking hit their kids and no one cared. Yeah, I don't know what year it changed. 90s. For sure, it's the 90s. Because I feel like um, 
yeah, for me, like, I did get spanked, and it didn't, like, it wasn't, you know, I, didn't, I don't feel like I was an outlier, but at the same time, like, you definitely heard of kids that weren't spanked at about the same time frame that I was growing up. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, th- I think, like, roughly, like, the mid to late 90s is when, like, the don't hit your children craze really started to ruin America. <laughs> it's like, hmm, let's think about this for a minute. Maybe doing violence to children during the most formative stages of their life isn't a great strategy. No, nah, dude, just beat the other kid as fucking hard as you can. It's Gigachad. Yeah. Like, it, it's fu- the more I think about it, it's fucking insane. Like, how for most of human history, if a child misbehaved, you just hit them really fucking hard. And it's like, yeah. this this doesn't help them learn anything or, like, develop ideals or anything. Like, no, you just, now you've taught the child that when they feel emotions, they should strike. And that's not what you're supposed to do. That's bad. That's just... Yeah, and so, like, for the uh, whatever percentage, large percentage of the population that doesn't have any self-reflection, yes. they're not going to look back when they're older and they have kids and they're like, hmm, my parents did this. I shouldn't do that. They're just like, yeah. well, when they do this, my parents and my time, you know, did this. So that means, and I turned out fine, of course. Like, that oh, means I should You didn't them turn well. out fine, buddy. Like that's a bad. Yeah. yeah um, Spoiler. I, I remember uh, this was like halfway through high school when I figured this out. Was it like introspection? I thought every single person was endowed with introspection, and it turns out absolutely fucking not. Oh, of course not. You know, like, and it, the the best part too is like the absolute. Yeah, you know, I feel like this is a little bit meta too because as we're talking about an introspection, I'm like maybe we are introspective and we're just no you we know. are it's like well, and, see, but i feel like yeah the introspection is like saying i'm an idiot yes. and yes but like just the absolute you know cope of people that are like well i turned out fine it's like no maybe like maybe you should admit <laughs> that there are some things that you should probably do differently yeah yeah it's just oh my god dude um I, I thought I was talking about this before, but th- there were like two major points in my life where I like quickly realized that like most children are not thinking about the like aren't having like a meta analysis of like social situations like I was as a kid where um, I remember there was like the, the cool kid table with the popular kids, the football players. Right. And I'm like a funny little silly little guy. So it's like everyone fucking likes me. Right. And I, mm-hmm. I like never thought of myself as cool or I would think like, oh, man, like. You know, Timmy is so much cooler than me. He's like, he's he's just so fucking cool. And then like that guy talking to me and being like, dude, you're just so cool. And then me being like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Do you, no, like, you dumbass, you're the cool one. You're on the football fucking team. Idiot. And it's like, oh, coolness is not like a literal fucking thing. It's not like a possession that you get or like a stat that you build up. Like, it is all in the eyes of like the people that like think that you're cool. It just, it, it blew my mind as like a fucking 13 year old kid to be like, wait a minute. The... I am cool too. No, no, not that. No, the people that I think are cool sometimes think that I'm cool and it isn't because I'm cool. It's because they are also insecure little 13 year olds like me looking for anyone to validate them. And it's like, Oh, so if I'm just cool with everyone and make everyone be friends, people will think that I'm cool. And that's like, it worked out <laughs> super hack. fucking well. Yeah. It's a sneaky little life hack. But 
Uh, yeah, just like the the point at which you can like realize stuff like that is it, 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 they're always like those turning points where you like look back at that point at previous things you're like wow i just like completely did not understand that situation i read it completely wrong like oh that person also didn't know what what is going on yes. and i thought that they knew absolutely yes. 100% what was going on yes. and they were just fumbling around in the dark as well yeah that that was um i i i was like super lucky that like I figured that out at, like, a super young age, but there are definitely still moments I can think back to where I'm like, God, I was so fucking cringe, dude. Like, <laughs> like why why the fuck would I, like, not... Dude, 25-year-old me would have fucking dominated the social ladder of high school, oh okay? I They wouldn't have... I would have been the coolest kid on this fucking planet, all right? They would have, they would have stood a chance. I would have been so sick. Um, mainly because uh, I have the ability to, like, be fucking normal now. I Oh, God. So, when you guys were younger, were there ever, like, the weird kids in, like, elementary school? And then, like, they just never got unweird. They just proceeded to keep being weird. Not weirder and weirder? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to always be like, ah, they'll, like, they'll figure it out. Like, they'll stop being weird eventually. And then I, like, find their Instagrams at 25, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I was, I was just so wrong about that. That was, I was yeah. just way off base. They never got normal. Ah, oh, shit. <sighs> Before you know, I, I you know I just can't remember any weird kids, but you know no one talked to me, so <laughs> oh, no. no, no. Yeah, I, I used to always eat the bugs; they were so tasty. <laughs> I love the dirt. Yeah. Um, oh. I feel like the reverse of that too is true and interesting. Like the kids from high school or middle school that you thought were like very cool or whatever, and then you know you're on ten years later now, and you're like wow, that person is still, like, 15, or they, like, completely went downhill, and now they're just, like, an idiot. Yeah, peaking in high school is unbelievably fucking cringe. That's, like... You really need to ride, like, the mid-wave of that to have any chance in life in the future. No, dude, no, you just keep going up. Like, you, you like, <laughs> if you're killing it, just keep going. Nothing is stopping you from continuing to be awesome as fuck. Just, like, you have to be introspective, and you have to, like... Just yeah, always that, strive to be better. That's what I was going to say. It's like at that point, because like the high school, like post high school, like where you go with your life is um, if you don't have like introspection at that, you know, 20 ish uh, age 20 time frame in your life, like you're either going to if you don't have any introspection, you're just going to continue on the same path. And like what you do post high school is not going to work like it did in high school. Yes. And so if you don't change yourself, your behavior, your personality, you know, all of those sorts of things. Yeah. To, you know, cuz you're just in a different ball game. Yeah, 100%. It, it it shocks me how many people are incapable of change or like you'll meet a motherfucker, you you this where it's like you'll meet them 10 years later and it's like oh, you never like stopped being 15 that's that's a suboptimal play there buster that's uh you hate yeah. to see it i feel like what really worked for me because because i feel like so many people are are like well i'm just this way i'm just that way you know mm -hmm. i just get really angry and it's yes. like you yeah. know if you recognize that about yourself like you now have the ability to 
change it. Like yep. it certainly takes work and you know perseverance, and it's not overnight. But like you should like get comfortable with change. Yes. Like if you can make your personality be like I'm comfortable with changing, then like it just makes it so much easier because you don't feel like you're you know tied up with any sort of i am this way yeah type thing it, it, it goes back to like my question my, my parents where it's like they just have zero control over their own emotions and they freak the fuck out and like just like go into blind rages right it's like yeah i saw that as a child and immediately was <laughs> like yeah, I don't want to do that. So anytime I would get mad, I would always just like stop. I'm like, why am I mad? Like, okay. Doesn't actually yeah. fucking matter. Just like you're being a fucking Spurg. Stop doing that. And then, you know, after enough times of focusing on that, like you just nothing bothers you. It is so hard to like in real life do something that upsets me or like gets me like actually to Spurg the fuck out. You can do all kinds of like wild shit to me. And I, I just am so indifferent towards it. Whereas like there are some people that freak the fuck fuck out over the smallest like the smallest amount of stress will just make them crack like a fucking egg i hate people like that they drive me insane yeah i just like yeah you just hit that one time or like someone else's experience that you reflect on and then you're like i just don't like being unconscious and like ruled by just these random emotions that you don't have any control over like when they rise or fall mm-hmm. and yeah. it's just like wh- why don't i like i don't want to be not in control like yeah what's in control like the random anger or like you the person listen sometimes you know you, you wake up at four in the morning and you have an insatiable urge to eat a sandwich that's been out in the sun for the last like 13 hours okay sometimes You're the animal within just i unjokingly my recollection of those i literally woke up in like a cold sweat at like 4 a.m with the most ravenous hunger i've ever had in my entire life and that's why i ate that sandwich that had been in the sun for like 13 hours like there was something in my brain like a worm or something that had crawled in there and was like we need this sandwich to like survive the little devil on your shoulders like no it wasn't it was like a like supernatural force was like commanding me to eat this fucking sandwich i was like the hu- I've never been that hungry in my life. And the only thing that could like satiate my fucking hunger was that sandwich. I, I don't know. I've never felt that before in my entire life. But I just remember like just being so fucking hungry for that sandwich. So there's probably like a parasite in my brain that's yeah, like yeah. slowly burrowing its way out. From that sandwich also as yeah. well. Well, yeah, his yeah. Br- his brothers were in that sandwich, and he wished for me to reunite him with his with his family. Although I'm assuming that like they got cooked in the hot sun, and then like he died of grief once he realized they were all dead after I ate the sandwich. That's my <laughs> explanation for why I've never felt that feeling again. But uh, that was like one of the most surreal feelings of my life. I like it literally felt like a demon inside me commanding me to do something. I understand how like schizos feel now when they like shoot their family. It's like oh yeah, it's like that was like when I ate the sandwich, but. This had like way worse consequences. Yeah, there's uh, much lower stakes here. Yeah. <laughs> I just, oh my god, I, 
I, I wish I could like um you could like imprint feelings on people. If you guys could feel the ravenous hunger that I experienced in that moment, you also would have marched outside like the little Gestapo you are and fucking eaten that sandwich. It was what what was it about like that sandwich in particular versus like I don't know something else in the refrigerator? I. D you're asking me to quantify something I don't understand fully. I literally <laughs> opened my eyes at 4 a.m. and, like, was commanded by, like, the demon of fucking sandwiches past to, like, you have to eat this sandwich. You are so fucking hungry and this feeling will not go away unless you eat that sandwich. Dude, I, there was tons of food in the house that I really enjoyed eating. But for some reason, that sandwich it spoke to me. It came to me in the night. Like, I don't know. That that experience of eating sandwich, that sandwich has, like... I understand the motivations of so many villainous characters now of, like... Oh, like that's, that's sandwich fever they have. Like, I understand it now. Like, <laughs> their lust for power is sandwich fever. I get this. This makes sense to me. So, I, I, just, I hope you guys never wake up in the middle of the night with a... Just a fucking need to, to like, eat a sandwich of some kind. I think I'm going to start preparing sandwiches in my fridge just in case it happens. Listen. You got to leave it out of the fridge, though, is yeah. the key part. Yeah. Well, I don't want to suffer the consequences of sandwich fever. I just want to be able to say I'm, I'm going to be honest. If you have sandwich fever, you have to deal with the consequences. Exactly. Like, oh, you know, no. you can't just get out of it scot-free. <laughs> I would eat that sandwich again in a heartbeat. No questions asked. Oh, no. I, I, the consequences that I suffered, which were like um, horrible, uncontrollable diarrhea for like three days, and then just being deathly sick and vomiting constantly, was worth the feeling of euphoria of eating that sandwich. That was like that was my ayahuasca trip. Was eating that sandwich. I fucking like time slowed down. I felt like I was falling into a pit, sinking for fucking eons, and then like two minutes had passed. Just, it's just a good time. Uh, good sandwich. If only there was like a substance you could have that would give you that sense of like euphoria with horrible side effects at as well. I'd take it every day. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, I was listen, buddy. I that sandwich fucking changed my life. Okay, I, that was uh, I I I, gosh, I can't put it into words, dude. That's the sandwich that spoke to me. <laughs> it commanded me to kill those children. <laughs> All right, so next uh, gamer meeting, we'll the uh, birthday bash. We're all doing an ayahuasca trip. Exactly, dude. That'd be so fun. Actually, it would be awful. It'd be unbelievably terrible. There's no universe I would ever do ayahuasca. The Let's only... do like a shooting range into ayahuasca. No, I would never let you guys near firearms. Okay, there's just no shot. Uh, unless I had like an instructor to watch, two instructors to watch each of you individually. There's just no shot. Two instructors each. Yeah, there, yeah. There's just no way. I, I you, you fucking chitlins can't be trusted. I feel like, you know, the, the stakes are just so high when there's, like, so many other activities that you can do. Like, why does it have to be this one? Let's, what about me, you, and Ethel? We can go down to an old range. That, that's, that's three people. I'm fine with that. That's whatever. I could not care less about that. But w once you start getting to the point where I, I got to watch Swift, I got to watch May with a loaded firearm, I got to watch Spit with a loaded firearm, I'm like, oh, fuck no, dude. <laughs> I don't fuck think that, that uh, May would ever touch one, so... Well, this, in this scenario, she would. So, what is your maximum number of people? Like, three. take no, 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 take your take your roster, right? Yeah. Unless it's just a hard three, right? And what is the most people that you could hit with the most amount of trust at the same time? 
Like, a Swift tanks the trust meter all the way down to nothing. Swift yeah. will just shoot himself, yeah. and then shoot Van, and Van will shoot fucking Dakota, yeah. and Dakota's, yeah, bad. All bad. Okay. Uh, so, so you're saying, what's the, who, who what's my, like, A team? This. Yeah, how do I min-max to get the most? Yeah. Um, how do you get the most people without losing, like, without giving yourself a, a fucking heart attack? Um, so, yeah, so are, are we applying the rules of, like, like, they would have to, like, make sense? So it's, like, for example, like, if you brought van you would have to bring swiss and dakota right you can't bring one or the other and it's like yeah okay yeah. that's a tough one um yeah, ethel easily logic. makes the roster 100 percent um now ethel brings may may doesn't have to touch the gun but may's in the background watching ethel is no longer brought onto my team because may will make a comment that will hurt my feelings and i don't want that um sorry, sorry ethel, i killed it for you let me see. Um, that's a t that's a real fucking tough one. The the circle of trust, because like, so my go to immediate thought would be Nigel, but I've never spoken to this creature. I've never seen this creature. Nigel could be the biggest fucking spurg of all time, carrying around buckets of fucking little Bakugans she likes to play with, and like throwing them out and like Bakugan gun. It's like, oh, you're a fucking unhinged. You're insane. Yeah. Okay. So I have no clue because I've never actually heard Nigel speak. So I can't tell you if Nigel's fucking unhinged or not their behavior leads me to believe they're unbelievably unhinged but they're also my closest confidant so it's it's a tough one um i think it's just me i take me to the shooting range just one person before we start to to leak out trust um because i'm looking at the roster here there's just no no it's, you can leak out some trust it's just you can't leak out too much trust you know yeah, so uh, honestly, it's probably just Aethel. Uh, Aethel is the one person I take to the shooting range and I don't feel like he's going to fucking shoot themselves in the head or me. Not because well, like... I've already had to do it before. Listen, I, the military teaches you fuck all about firearm safety, okay? The amount, like, if they were any good at it, there wouldn't be this many vets shooting themselves, okay? They're doing a pretty oh, fucking oh. poor job. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely because they're not teaching firearm safety Exa versus... Yeah. Uh... Yeah. No, it's what it is. It's all firearm safety related yeah. issues. Yeah, these fucking idiots, they're playing with their guns too much because they think they're a fucking soldier still. You know, it's, <laughs> I love that take, by the way. I love, there's probably some other with that take. Like, can you believe these fuck? They're just playing with their guns. Just has no clue what PTSD is. Yeah, they refuse to acknowledge its existence and the effects it has. So basically, my dad. Oh, no. Dude, it's so funny to they're hear. They're just me. not man enough. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, oh god, it's so fucking funny because my dad is like, I uh, like clearly has like needs to learn to deal with his emotions. He's like, yeah, but these, for, for these fucking pussies, you know, all you gotta do is just go to work. That's all you have to do to cure depression. <laughs> it's like, I don't think that's a very like optimal tool to cure depression <laughs> is going to work. Uh, I think that actually might make it worse for a lot of people. You just go to work, and then until, like, one day, you snap and yeah. commit a murder-suicide. Yeah, or your heart just gives out from all the stress, and you die. Like, there are a lot of options, you know? Yeah. It's just... I love old people and their takes on the world. That shit is so funny. They're just so fucking lost in the sauce. Oh, yeah, and just, you know, any, like, sort of, like, at least with, you know the the people that i've been around that are older i don't have anyone that's like straight out saying racist stuff just blatantly but it's just like all of the code words and you the know dog whistles dog whistles and everything yeah. it's like well the urban people oh, no. <laughs> and they always have to say it like there's always a different intonation that goes yeah. with it it can't you know they're not just like 
saying a sentence there's always like a pause an emphasis yeah it's like just stop being just say the a word. racist old person yeah. oh okay <laughs> uh, yeah i just there is, there is something very funny about like um i so first I, I blame the beard for this I, I think it's the beard's fault um there are a lot of times where i'll be out in public or like even like in at college and someone will be saying something racist and they'll like look to me to like support them and it's like what the fuck like no like oh, what absolutely like 100%. I'm, I'm not I'm like whoa but i'm not on your team redneck man like what the <laughs> fuck it's like i you're, remember you know what i mean brother it's like i do not know what you mean brother okay yeah i'm uh, unaware of the connotation of what is happening here working in a factory with a big beard was yeah. like constantly they'd like come into the office and be like yeah these fucking covid rules eh they're horrible and what do you think <laughs> about what do you think about that new guy down the line he doesn't look like he's from here I'd be like you can i'm gonna need you to leave the office real quick <laughs> bye i don't want to hear this i definitely got that a little bit too like being in the military they just assume you're going to be a certain way having you know because you're in the military. It's yeah. like, uh, no. Um, this is completely irrelevant, but as a level 77 prop paladin, I'm now being attacked by a level 80 death knight. And I don't think he's going to win. And I was at half health when we started. Oh, no. That's when you just give up. As the death knight. In you. Death knight should give um, up. Well, I'm currently at 72% now after putting light on him, and he's at 31% HP. So things are looking not very well for him, it would seem. Now, I'll never admit I've been the Death Knight in this situation, mm -hmm. but hypothetically, if I were to be, yeah. I would Alt F4 the game and I then see. like go do something else until I forgot about the situation. I see. So I'm going to pick a fight with someone lower level, and if I have an inkling of a chance that I'm going to lose, yeah. it's just... Uh, oh, I, I wasn't gonna play this game anyways. Yeah, so uh, my, I feel like for me, because I'm like not a PvPer, it just feels like um, I was listening to the the Rooks podcast, and mm -hmm. you guys were talking about Road Rage, and like I just want to get where I want to get to, and like taking a deviation for PvP, even to like gank a lobby, is like what. It's like I just want to get where I want to get to without any sort of like distraction. Yeah, well, they make servers for you. They're called PVE. You little fucking coward. No, um, I agree. They fall hundred percent base tag. I mean, like, I don't have a problem with like being on a PVP server, and if someone like, I actually think that the like, well, you get better players. You also do get more unhinged players um, that you have to encounter. But I, I. I just feel like the overall, maybe it's just this is Grobulus Cope again, you know, because <laughs> we did get very lucky with the server we picked. Um, but just, I don't mind the PvP, just I don't really care about participating in it. Yeah, same. I, I, I'm i sorry, I'm, I'm just shocked at what just happened. I The fight started with 37% HP. I thought about bubble hearthing, and then I was like, I'm gonna play this one out, and I'm now camping this man until he locks off the game. <laughs> Just uh, right. what? A, what a fucking animal! <laughs> what a fucking. Speaking of unhinged people. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, listen, buddy, I'm a firm believer. I, I don't gank anyone, but if you fuck with me and you lose, I'm now going to sit there and fuck with you until you, like, either call in your boys to fuck me up or you, like, log off the game because fuck you. Yeah, I do think that's, like, completely fair. Like, you know, if you gank someone and, you know, they, you kill them and then you move on, that's whatever. Like, that's just part of the PvP server. But, like, I don't know. If, if you gank someone and then you just, like, sit there forever... Is like, why? Some people listen. We get Creamery on here and Fielding's in here. They love oh, to God. do that shit. They are, they are very pro. All I, right, bud. I okay, dude. I remember um talking to what's his name, um, guy Shans was here and we were talking with Fielding's about the whole like concept of it all and um, Shans like could not grasp when I said like no, some people genuinely derive joy out of like griefing other people. And, like, Shans could not comprehend that, like, the reason Fieldings and Creamery do what they do is because they they like knowing that the other person is having a bad time. It was, like, an hour of, like, back and forth saying the exact same thing yeah, over yeah. and over again. Yeah. And it's, like, <laughs> well, it was it funny, too. It was, like, Rosario was against me as well off the rip. Rosario was, like, no, like that doesn't exist. That's not how people view things. You're being hard. And then, like, by the end, Rosario's, like, oh, fuck. Like, Creamery and Fieldings are insane. They're fucking insane yeah. people. It's, like, yeah, like, I don't just derive this from nowhere, right? Like, like I definitely understand that it exists. It's not like an idea that I can identify with in any sort of way. Because you're normal and hinged. But I do get that it exists. And, like, that's the end. You know, there's no, like, ulterior motivation or anything. It's just that. Can't find this Death Knight now. I'm pissed the fuck off. Um... Oh, this is obviously at the very end, but uh, the this is the final update on the cotton candy pile in my room. Um, this would be yeah, did it move? I thought it was always on the left, or maybe I was Still always there. just watching a reverse. Uh, yeah, you were watching the mirror version. Um, yeah. But um, this is the last time you'll see it because I am as soon as this podcast ends, I'm moving all my stuff into the basement downstairs. So now, didn't that just flood? Let's not. A little teaser for next episode. Yeah, when I'm I'm waist deep. <laughs> well, you see, that's great when his you know brother catches another piece of foam on fire in the basement. It'll it's be all, flooded, yeah. so it'll just you know problem solves itself. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's also now it's gonna be electrified because it was an electrical fire before. Yeah, I'll, I'll come over and dump some oil. Just add Thanks. a little bit of fuel. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. All right, just get a big <laughs> mix going. This is the end. I love you all.